welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is leather care. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first and foremost, we are finally getting the number threes out the door. The new design has been amazing to see in action, and I'm actually really excited about uh, about seeing them roll off the line. So we've got, we had a whole bunch of them go out yesterday. We got a whole bunch more going out today. Uh, the initial estimates that I had done as far as what we thought we were going to do for pre-sales were, were surpassed in the first three days. Um, so we had a lot more uh, ordered than we had anticipated, which is good. Rarely do these ideas like mine actually work out. So it's nice to see something come to life. And uh, this product has been very well received in the early numbers. So I'm really excited about that. If you've been thinking about getting one, it's really worth it. They're really, really great. And I'm really excited about them all around. So check those out. You can check them out. The new number three, number f- the new Murdy number three folios on our website under the folios section, or you can go to murdycreative.co slash NO3 for number three. So that's the new thing. Um, I do want to say that this topic did come to us via Greg Greg on Twitter, and uh, it is uh, leather care. And I think it's a great topic. And I've been meaning for almost eight months now to do a video on how to properly care for the leather on YouTube. And we will get around to that, I promise. It's one of the many things on the lists of things to make. So uh, there, well, I'll do a more in-depth video where I go into how... Uh, what we do and how we do it in front of you so you can see it happen. But I can describe a lot of it. I can talk through some of the details here on the podcast to give you guys at least a good start. So uh, first things first, leather is a wonderful material in that it is incredibly durable. It is it is very, very uh, well crafted in its, its form and function. Um, and that's a good thing. It does have uh, some negative drawbacks, but for the most part, it's a really incredible material to work with. The stuff we're using is chrome tan, which means that unlike veg tan or some of the other alternatives, uh, chrome tan is leather that will not degrade. Veg tan leather, it's it's basically biodegradable, right? You could put veg tan leather outside and in a matter of months, it would just disintegrate into the earth. So that's an advantage of veg tan leather, but for our designs, the amount of stress and and the the kind of the core principle that we're planning on on you know building our stuff on, which is designed to last a lifetime, we wanted something that was a little more durable. So we went with chrome tan leather. The other advantage of chrome tan leather is that it is pre-shrunk uh, in the process of tanning it. It also goes through a boiling process to make sure that it's heat stable, uh, and that makes the leather itself very prone and uh, or sorry very resistant to any sort of, uh, of of shrinking or expanding in the temperature, which is awesome and wonderful to work with. So that's the advantage of the leather to start with. Some of the disadvantages of the leather is because it's a real, uh, it's a real animal. There's, there's scarring, there's scratching, there's marks. There's just the reality of, of the life of the cow that is shown in the leather. Now that can be a wonderful attribute. And I personally think that it's a wonderful attribute, but it means that it's not flawless in the sense of the way like a regular pigmented piece of fabric would be flawless. It has marks, scratches, there's varying colorations because the oils don't exactly soak into the leather at the exact same rate or the exact same time in the same places. So you get a lot of variation in the leather itself and it can be really, really beautiful. That being said, it does gain a patina over time. So if you're looking for something that'll be remain really stagnant, uh, I would suggest our onyx color. 
And that's going to go into a little bit of the details behind how we care for our leather and the different variations on the leather that we have, because we do have variations in our leathers. Um, to start with, obviously, we're going to start with the most popular. That's the espresso color. Now, the espresso and the chestnut colors are very similar in the way that they're cared for and in the process themselves. The espresso, when we receive it from the tannery, is actually a little bit lighter than the color that you see in most of our photos and in most of the products that you'll ever receive. The first thing we do when we get the leather from the tannery is we actually saddle soap it. So we provide, we use something called Feebings, F-I-E-B-I-N-G-S, Feebings, saddle soap. Uh, and you, you can get it on Amazon. I think it's like $6 or $7 for a three and a half ounce tin. And we use the white color. It goes on clear and it remains clear. It's just, it's a white pa paste when you look at it. It's a, um, it's thicker than toothpaste, uh, but it's, it's, it's like a polishing paste almost. We actually use something called shearling, which is uh, obviously lamb's wool. Uh, as, the, as the applicator, but a soft cloth of some kind, a tube sock, something that's got a little bit of sponginess to it will work really well. I'd avoid lint-type cloths. I'd really work on a lint-free cloth um, because the saddle soap, when you rub the saddle soap into the leather, it can pull, kind of disintegrate the, the cloth a little bit and pull some of that lint into the leather. So uh, I'd rec recommend a lint-free cloth. Um, we are, in the future, probably before Christmas, hoping to launch a uh, leather care accessory add-on that you can add on that'll include a tin of saddle soap, a shearling pad, and some of the other things that we use in the shop to help kind of keep the leather nice. So that's the espresso. The chestnut, we don't necessarily saddle soap depending on its color because um, it can darken the leather a little bit. So we like to keep that chestnut nice and light. It shows off the, the designs. And for most of the leather that we receive, it doesn't need it. One thing we can add, and we do add for a lot of our restaurant clients when they ask for it, is a, a Rust-Oleum Neverwet. Is the, is the, its brand is Rust-Oleum. The product is called Neverwet. It comes in a blue spray bottle. And there's a one that's called for leather boots and shoes. That product is a type of micro... Uh, film that goes over the leather. It does not change the texture of the leather. It doesn't change the look of the leather. Uh, it dries completely the same as the leather before, but it does create a small impermeable water barrier that is a nice addition if you're going to probably be dealing with it in the outdoors. What leather does tend to change if it gets really, really wet, and so that's something where we do recommend that never wet boot spray uh, if you like. You can pick it up at most, I mean, I think Walmart has it, uh, Home Depot, Office Depot, or, uh, not Office Depot, um, uh, Meyer, Aldi, most of the major uh, grocery ch store chains carry it under their spray paint sections if they've got that. So it's pretty common. It comes in a blue bottle. Uh, it's, I think that's like $17 or $18 a bottle, so it's a little more expensive than the saddle soap, but it does have a lot of that kind of more industrial level water protection. So we often do that. If you are going to use the Neverwet spray, I recommend spraying it on the cloth and then wiping it down uh, on the journal rather than spraying the journal directly. Now, it shouldn't change the color of the leather, at least not permanently. It'll change it temporarily as the leather gets wet with the stuff, but it won't change it permanently. The thing about spraying it directly on the leather, though, is it can create spotting for whatever reason. So that's why we spray it on the cloth and then wipe it down, and it shouldn't have much of a problem. The other things that we offer, so obviously our shale is a little trickier, and the shale is a, is a color that we may be changing in the future to something that we're calling slate. It's a new leather that we're working on eval evaluating from our uh, leather supplier, and uh, we're excited about the, the new transition. The slate color will probably be very similar to the shale color in its overall look and feel. It'll be a, still be a gray. It'll still have some of that cool pull-up, um, but the uh, for the moment, the shale and the slate are kind of still, we're still sticking with the shale. The advantage of the those colors is that they have a nice kind of dynamic 
urban-y kind of vibe to them. A lot of times they have more of that, uh, that dynamic pull-up. They're a little darker, kind of uh, edgier in that way. They're not more. They're, they're not the traditional kind of browns and oranges you normally see in, in leathers. Uh, the problem with them, though, is that they are, because of how absorbent that shale is, it can be really, really um, easily colored through the saddle soap. So we don't normally put saddle soap on those, although that's something that we're continuing to kind of evaluate, and maybe we will in the future. Uh, and with the shale, it's a little bit different. The slate may be slightly different. So some of these things are a little bit of a testing thing and an evolving thing, as all of this is. So with those, those are the three kind of classic colors we've got. The one thing I will say about those three colors, there's something that you can do, uh, and it's a, it's a solution that's as old as time itself, but it's um, if you take a little bit of spit on your thumb or on your palm, and you, you put it on the scratch, and then you rub really nice and hard with your palms, you're actually able to remove most scratches in those three classic cut leathers. The way that they're tanned, the way that they are finished, the oils themselves don't evaporate, they don't dry, they just remain in the leather. And so with a little bit of saliva, you can kind of break down some of the enzymes that hold the, the, the color in place, and it allows the tanning oils to be moved around a little bit. Now, they're not really dangerous. I mean, it's not a problem, but I would say that that can really get a lot of scratches out. Even without the, the saliva, just using the palm of your hands, the oils in your fingers, you can really, really massage out most of the scratches um, that come through those those journals and that's how I keep mine photo beautiful all the time as I just continuously kind of keep up with that so there's some traditional methods that you can use with your hands there's other wet methods with uh, saddle soaps and conditioners like that mink oil is always a good option but mink oil it does change the color a little bit so obviously feel free to um, find what you like best the color and the uh the, the nature of the leather itself will always allow for a patinaing. I mean, I, th I think you, if you leave something out in the bright sunlight for more than a day or so, you, you may see some slight changes in that. It won't happen probably very quickly, but they gain a beautiful coloration over time, the age. And as they age, the dynamic color of the leather changes. So that's something that I think is a very beautiful part of, of, of leather. But once again, obviously, you're going to want to kind of just take good care of them. Now, for our premium colors, the Merlot and the Onyx, those are a little bit more unique. So the Onyx is something that has been very heavily pigmented. Obviously, there's no black leather by nature in, in, in just the, the natural world. So obviously, to get that black, what they do is they put down a lot of pigment. And then they finish that pigment with a special type of coating and wax. The advantage of the black, the onyx, is that it's very, very, very resistant to a lot of the staining or scratching that you'd ever see in most of the other leathers. It'll, it'll be good about that. And because the black penetrates all the way through what's called the crust of the leather, even if you do get a scratch on the surface of it, it's not going to change the color. So you're not really going to see it kind of right away. It's something that you may see if, it, if you kind of twist it a little bit or you kind of do that iridescent uh, shift, you may see it in the surface, but it's not something that's going to pop out. Uh, I like that one the most as far as for restaurants or clients where there's going to be a lot of potential wear and tear. Also, I think it looks really sharp. The Onyx is a good color. So it's really, it's really that's what the premium color for that was designed for. And then we have our Merlot color. And the Merlot is changing. <laughs> so early when we brought on the Merlot, it was this beautiful deep red that we loved. And it had this really nice polished wax coat surface uh, that was beautiful. And it, it is beautiful. And when you have something like Merlot you'll have a wax coating over the surface of the leather itself, but the problem is that the surface coating of the leather prevents the, uh, what's the right to say? It prevents a lot of those oils to be kind of moved around with your hands. 
it's something that you really need to have a, um, you need to have it, it refinished per se. And that can't really be done um, in the post finished stage. So when you have a color like Merlot, it's got a, a, a very light crust layer and it has a very, very, very uh, bright surface coloration and that uh, or, or, or that red surface coloration. And the problem is when you scratch it, you scratch through the, the, the wax coating, through the pigmentation and into the crust layer. And it makes it very difficult to remove those scratches. And those scratches themselves are very, very light, which is a, an issue. Um, so that's something about the Merlot that I have not liked and I've been wanting to change for a while now. And actually we are bringing on a new color. Give me one second. Let me fix the camera here. Sorry about this. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, you may notice that. So, uh, we are bringing on a new color that is very similar. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the little swatch I've got here, but if you're listening in podcast, I'll describe it for you. It is similar in a lot of the, uh, kind of early visuals, uh, on the camera, it looks a little bit darker and this is actually probably truer to the way it'll look in the finished things. It's going to be a little warmer than this in person. It's a little bit too, uh, kind of too blue, too berry-ish for my taste, but the, the new leather, though, is very exciting because I, I found this when I was visiting with the suppliers and I was in their showroom and I was just looking at leathers. And there's this one leather that we found that was this. This is gorgeous. Now, one of the big issues, obviously, is the premium leathers are mostly designed for our restaurant clients are the um, it's designed for people who are looking for something that's going to be a little more professional, a little more polished. So we wanted something that could have that that kind of that clear coat polish so that it looks shiny and more importantly that it can resist water spills, it can resist ketchup, mayonnaise, anything you'd find on a restaurant table, uh, red wine, of course, all of those things. So it needed to be resistant to staining and then it also needed to be able to show that cool underlayer of leather that I really like. And then it needed to be relatively scratch resistant. And the problem is those three things together are very hard to come by because you can kind of pick two. Obviously, the, if you make it really, really stain resistant, that means it's got a really highly finished coat. And that means that it's going to not show much of the underlayer. And if you make it scratch resistant, you have the same problem. You can't show much of the underlayer. So finding one that could do all three of them was a bit of a challenge, but I think we figured it out. And that this is finished in beeswax or a variation thereof. And the advantage of the beeswax finish is while it can still have the cool kind of shiny reflective-ish surface, it actually shows the underlayer really well that I really like that. Um, it is a, You can scratch it, but because the beeswax is the only thing that's finishing it, even the heat of your hand and a little bit of rubbing is enough to move the beeswax over the scratch and get rid of it. And if you really want to take good care of the Merlot, you can even add, use a, like a hair dryer or blow dryer and uh, really, really, really heat up that beeswax a little bit and you can make almost all of them completely disappear. So uh, that's been something we've been testing. This color is not available yet. The um, This will probably be called Malbec when we launch it or Garnet. We still haven't decided on all of that, but... Uh, this will be available hopefully within the next two or three months and we have our Merlot in the meantime which we will be phasing out because of the care issues and the concerns that therein lie. So 
Anyway, this has been a little bit about how to care for the leather. Obviously, we'll be doing a longer video um, on, on the specifics. I'll do demos. I'll show uh, before and afters with scratches and everything to give you guys more information. We are eventually going to be launching the Murdy Creative Co. Uh, leather Spa, where you'll be able to send your product back in. We will take it apart. We'll do all of the repair, all of the, the kind of the cleaning up that needs to be done, and then we'll finish refinish the leather as best we can and help kind of bring it back to, to life. So that's something we're going to be evaluating and launching maybe 2020. So uh, stay tuned for all of that and uh, thanks so much for tuning in today be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic and don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away if you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook you can text, email, call, direct message all the usuals and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible but I do appreciate your patience if you think I deserve it a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community but word of mouth is still the best form of advertising so please tell your friends that being said, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. This one was courtesy of our Twitter feed, so please send me a send me a podcast topic. I'm always happy to talk about uh, anything you guys want, and I'm happy to engage with our growing community. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day, and goodbye.